All right, guys, welcome back to the Short Story Long Podcast, where we share the work and play of working class Midwestern millennials. I'm your host, Sam Derrickson, joined by my co-host, Andrew Dial. What's up, guys? And a special co-host, guest host, Kyle Willenberg. Say what's up. What's up? All right, guys. So, don't really have a whole lot for you today, um, but coming up here tomorrow is Thanksgiving, one of my favorite holidays of all time. What about you, Dozer? <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up for me, too. <laughs> no. Well, is it I, your favorite what holiday? No. God dang. <laughs> I what? don't pay attention. I like listening to this show afterwards to listen to what you say because i just space out half the time god you know, what's like, your favorite yeah, holiday well, technically uh, <laughs> i don't know probably thanksgiving okay dozer you what can, is your favorite you, you holiday get to go all christmas. these different places and you eat. can do that during christmas too and yeah but then you get a bunch of shit the and lord and savior and gifts well, <laughs> Anyway, I like Thanksgiving. I mean, it's the weather's not too bad. You can like go hunting with your cousins and stuff after you eat. And yeah, uh, Thanksgiving's okay. Uh, what I heard a trivia thing on the radio. What is the second? So Thanksgiving is the number one holiday for parties. What is the second? New Year's holidays for party. Oh, it was New Year's is number one. Actually. Was it? Yeah, New Year's was number one. Oh. What is number two? And it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. It's not, no. Oh. What the shit? So, Fourth of July. Nope. That was what the guess was, but it's not Fourth of July. Kyle, what's your guess? I don't know. Super Bowl Sunday. Mm. Oh, I can see that. Okay. Okay. I love hearing the stats I got on a the good, radio. good radio trivia for you. Okay. Heard this going to Paris the other day. The number one car brand pulled over last year and written the most DUIs was... Dodge. No. Buick. No. Toyota. No. What the Subaru. Hell? Subaru. For DUIs? DUIs. Subaru. Huh. Would have like, lost that, obviously. Did lose it. Out doing hood rat shit like Clayton Millsaps. I don't know. You know. Probably vaping weed. <laughs> <laughs> Weed snorter. <laughs> if you do marijuana one time, your lungs look like a walnut. <laughs> anyway, what are your guys' Thanksgiving plans? I think I've got like 25 places to be in two days. Okay, that's a slight exaggeration. You don't even know 25 people. So my parents are divorced. So Let's count them out. Dean Willenberg, one. So we have... This is boring. People don't listen yeah. to this. Okay, so, whatever. <laughs> Jesus. We'll go to my mom's on Wednesday. Let him have his 25 lies, okay? Okay. My wife's family on Friday. Two places to go on Saturday. Two places. And two places to go on Sunday. We're not naming places. Just places. Yeah, I got it. I've got two. I've got two. 300 places. (laughs) I go to my aunt's every single year. Which one? Aunt Linda. Okay. Is that Larry's wife? Larry's wife, my dad's sister and brother-in-law. He's a professional... Smoker. He does briskets and turkeys and (laughs) and the food's always phenomenal. Um, That's my favorite place to go every year. So we're gonna do that, and then um, it's actually girlfriend's mom's birthday. So we're gonna probably go hang out with her Thursday night. What what day is her birthday? It's be Thanksgiving Day. Thursday. Fourth. Yeah. Okay. Laren's is on the twenty fifth. I was just asking. Oh, okay. Small world. Small world. Ha- happy birthday, Laren. One and and Marlene. Yes. Those are how many bur- how many Thanksgivings do you have? Uh, two. Only two. Yeah, it's it's lame. You're lame. Slightly less than than Kyle's. You know, all twenty five. Uh, my brother is coming home from Tennessee. Good deal. Good deal. Told me not to buy whiskey because he's bringing fancy whiskey. Tennessee whiskey. But then he just texted the group family group chat to have my mom buy whiskey. So I don't know <laughs> what that really means. It, it means told mom, you it means mom's to, gonna buy yeah. whiskey. <laughs> it told yeah, you not him. to buy whiskey, but you know, mom. Because mom's buying. Mom's buying. He's yes. my brother's one of those like, oh, I got this super fancy drink, and then it's like this is terrible. <laughs> Like, I should have bought some 
you know, Seagram Seven or something. Like craft beer. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Don't even get me. Is started. he a craft beer oh, guy? Oh, yeah, Jesus! Don't even get me yeah, started. Yeah, he, cha- he legally changed his name to IPA. <laughs> Does he still live in the tiny house? No, they sold the they tiny sold house. They sold the tiny house. Made money on the tiny house. Would never guess against, that. Well, thanks inflation. Thank you. Uh, has a real house now, and and he's, by the grace of God, uh, he's he's killing it down there. So good deal. I need him to come give me a neck adjustment while he's in town. So he'll be in town for a couple of days. So he. I got him. a massage oh. today, and whew, that was good stuff. Yeah. Was, was there the a happy whole, ending the, involved? No, or? no. The okay. whole building this shop thing's got me about worn out. Like I said, it's like getting punched in the dick every day. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so what's new with you, Kyle? Besides your shop, um, did the whole deer hunting thing over the weekend. Lame. Cold as shit. No, it's not lame. <laughs> it's primal, man. Yeah. Just, Sam gets butt hurt about this he because he's get, never because he, he. I did like. Cody told me about how butthurt Sam was over deer hunting, and then I talked to him, and you're like, are you done dicking around deer hunting yet? I was like, I've not even started yet. <laughs> it's not even season. I have nothing against deer hunting. I just have bigger priorities than my hobby. You need to go to, like, a deer camp once, and oh. you'll, cha- you'll that change. Would be, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like being at a bar, but with camouflage. <laughs> Wait, that's every bar around here already. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, so you went deer hunting. Did you kill anything? Yes. Yes and no. So, kill, oh, kill, okay. <laughs> killed a deer. So, two weeks ago, or like the weekend before, went bow hunting because we, we have like... between your 25 Thanksgivings. <laughs> <laughs> we have what we call like bow weekend. Okay. Um, so, all of the guys who shotgun hunt go out for bow hunting the weekend before shotgun. And... Shot a really nice deer. Could not find it. Oh, no. Um, tracked it, like, that Saturday night. Did not get kidnapped. Did not. No. Saturday, or Sunday, called a guy who had a dog. We ran the trail to the neighbor's property. Long story short, the neighbor found the deer and tagged it himself. Oh, what? This yeah. is actually a short story long. Yeah, though, so yeah, you're well, really yeah. Need to get into detail. <laughs> Those are what's new with you. <laughs> well, when I came here tonight, my five-year-old son, he wanted to go do a podcast, and they, the kids have gotten into the habit. Anytime we get in the van, we want to listen to you and Sam the Toolman's podcast. Hell yes. So I think the kids have listened to every episode while we're driving to the to school or to fro, home from the babysitter or, or whatever. So tonight Wyatt wanted to go, and my wife was like, Wyatt, you can't go. You don't need to be hearing that podcast. They say bad words on it. And I was like, they've heard every episode. So, you know, would you... <laughs> They've never heard <laughs> bad words in the garage or anything would, either. Would you guys let your kids listen to this podcast? Send us an email. Send we, us a text. We do know that this, Brent, the winner of our yeah, egg giveaway, yes, listens. Yes, which I, I dropped those off with Sam tonight. So if you don't hear this, Brent, Sam has your eggs. Hey, do you need egg like cartons? No, God, no. My, my, <laughs> my mother so does, my he does not need egg cartons. Dropped I off have, like probably 75 egg cartons in a white trash bag so i was like dozer has chickens so why did she drop them off to you did she just because like, i told hey. i told him that you had chickens oh. and she because they used to buy eggs from people and she just kept all the cartons mm-hmm. and she's like i really need to get rid of these i was like i'm pretty sure dozer still has chickens yeah, i guess i could take them if you need to get rid of them but we i'll just throw them in the trash the cabinets in our kitchen are egg cartons and you can get a lot of egg cartons if you open them up and stack them. I mean, oh, you, absolutely. Can, you can get them thick. We could put egg cartons on the walls of our studio for sound deadening. Now we're talking. Mm, so we can run our little heater. <laughs> yeah, bring them here. Just dump them in the basement. We'll be fine. So I guess I'll do what's new with me. We what's went. With you, Sam? We went last week. We, last weekend? To your sister-in-law's birthday party? Was it last weekend? Doesn't yes. matter. Nope. Last weekend. Last weekend. So we went all the way down to Mount Vernon and ate at Rare Steakhouse. It's a new steakhouse down there. Newer. Amazing. And so, fun fact, we taught Kyle that if cooked properly, a steak does not need steak sauce. 
So we ordered him a medium cooked filet mignon, and he was delightfully surprised to find out that he did not need A1. So and I'm an A1 like freak. So um, unbeknownst to Kyle before that is there are better steaks in this world than what you get at Niemerg's. And so we've kind of broadened his horizons there. Um, but if you're looking for a good steakhouse to go to, rare in Mount Vernon, highly recommend. A little on the pricey side, but pretty much in line with your typical steakhouse. Um, so I've had more expensive steaks, but probably not better steaks I've, dollar I was for say, dollar. I've had more expensive steaks, but did not taste near as good as... I've had equally as good steaks that cost more. Right. But all that to say, give them a shot. It's good stuff. Um, and then that following day, the Saturday or Sunday, doesn't matter, I made armadillo eggs for the first time, which, going back to a previous episode, when a man turns 30, he has to either get into smoking meats or World War II history. Um, the armadillo so- eggs my wife did not come get. So I ended up eating them for you. I invited you over to eat them. But anyway, so an armadillo egg. I it, didn't get an invite. I well, do a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, saying. next time I make them, you, you guys can come over. You should make them on podcast night. Yeah, we'll eat armadillo eggs. They take two and a half hours. Well, yeah. Anyway, you take a jalapeno popper and stuff it with cheddar and cream cheese. Wrap it in spicy sausage. And then wrap that in bacon and smoke it for two hours. And phenomenal. That so, just sound... I'm getting the meat sweats. It's worth it. Definitely worth it. You've never had meat sweats? What oh, do you do? all the time. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. Just making sure. So I guess that's it for what's new. I don't have any listener emails or any kind of feedback to share with you guys. So for today's episode... We have a guest on, Sam Derrickson, as the Burnout King. What's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> so this is something we've been wanting to talk about because Sam is the guy. He's doing a burnout. If, if that car show has a big cardboard sign that says no burnouts, Sam's doing a burnout. If Sam gets in his car and fires it up. Every little you, kid you in know the country. burnout's happening. Yeah. You cannot deny a child when he tells you to do a burnout. That's you, child abuse. You have to do It's like state law. Look it up. My, my son, who is three, I think since he was like one and could say burnout, like every time Sam was around, it was like burnout. Do a burnout. Uncle Sam will do a burnout. And it just, I don't know. He's like, he's corrupt. Well, he was there at your wedding when I ruined a set of yeah. tires. Yep. So I've got a few, I've got a few interview questions for the burnout king sitting here. As we talk, we've got this beautiful trophy sitting on the desk that Sam won at the T-Town Car Cruise in 2021. Made by Peace Lily Metalworks. <laughs> That's right. Um, best burnout. So Sam, what? How did how did your burnout career get started? That's a good question. Um, I don't. I don't really have an answer for that. I don't know. Uh, I guess I should have prompted you with these questions. So well, you thought and actually give I thought, us. A, I it's a, it's a blind purpose, I thought the whole purpose blind of the dart was to get ice cream and do burnouts. <clears throat> to get ice cream and do burnouts and but piss I've, off every old guy like my dad when but, you do burnouts. But I've been doing burnouts as long as I can remember. So my very first daily driver was a 92 Dodge Dakota 5.2 liter V8. Four-wheel drive, extended cab. 318 for you Americans. 318 for the Americans in the crowd. <clears throat> and uh, had Flowmaster exhaust. and Turned petrol into noise. It did. <laughs> it, not much else. Not much else. Um, and I remember when we bought it, my dad informed me that he had ruined me by giving me a truck that had loud pipes and a little bit of power. And... I, it had, whatever tires it had on it lasted maybe. Were they Coopers? No. Okay. Originally, they were not. Okay. Do you um, remember the first burnout you did in that car when we thought it was spinning the tires and the front left? That was not the first burnout. No? Was, no, hell no, that wasn't the first burnout. The first burnout was at CW Motorsports 
in the water box that we built. Built. Um, anyway, so I had this Dakota, and the original tires were all dry rotted and stuff. The first set of tires lasted, I don't know, maybe a week, maybe two, and uh, took it to bit at the time bin tire in Mattoon and uh, put two Cooper Cobras on the back of that truck. And it did have one wheel peel, but I found out I could keep them even if I hit the gas going around a curve one way and then the other way because it would like unload that side and it would burn that side. Um, went what's through that set of t- with Cooper Cobras. They don't smoke or they do smoke. They no. smoke when they get really hot, but they're loud. loud. They, they, they scream. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, that was pretty much what I started doing burnouts in. And then the <clears throat> Jeep commando that I had was actually my first vehicle before the Dodge Dakota. And every, single vehicle I have ever owned since the Dakota on with no exception besides if it had all wheel drive has I've done a burnout in every single one. I've never owned a vehicle that was not all wheel, all wheel drive besides my Jeep commando that I didn't do at least some kind of chirp the tire burnout in start to finish. Um, I don't know if that's, an accomplishment or not, but it's just something that fun got, fact about me. I've got to laugh because I watched him do a burnout in his dually one time. And a couple of this, times. There was this much daylight between each duel. <laughs> I bet the rear tires come off the ground like three inches, like left to right, because like the dually tires were chattering so hard. Wheel hop like that, a mother. That yeah. thing had unreal power. That was fucking that awesome. It it had it had the hot damn two twenty five tune from H and S tuning. And uh, 410 rear gears and a six-speed, and it would get it. Yeah, Flat, like, get it. That truck ran awesome. And then Kyle was kind enough to ruin the turbocharger <clears throat> for me and uh, locked out the, the VGT to where it was wide open, so it was slow to spool, but it would pull like 43 PSI of boost, uh, which was cool. Um, it was not cool at the time. You were pissed. I mean, I got over it. <laughs> Not really. I'm still pissed. At <laughs> well, that, that was one of my questions is, did you ever do a burnout in Shaniqua? And obviously you did. Oh, yeah. I remember it had the hill assist start. Uh-huh. And you could let the clutch out slowly, and it would idle it up. Mm-hmm. And you could do a burnout at idle yep. with it. Um, so, fun fact about that, at Jeep Jamboree, I thought I was doing a burnout. And then it started smoking, and I was like, hell yeah! Well, it turns out the wheels weren't spinning. The clutch was doing a burnout mm-hmm. on the flywheel. <laughs> um, but as far as, like, how did I start doing burnouts? I think I just had a powerful pickup truck, and pickup trucks just do burnouts just by virtue of what they are. That, that reminds me of a story. My Jeep Cherokee in high school, I had saved up and put a Power Tracks locker in the rear end. Okay. And it would do a burnout, if, especially if it was a little wet or something, but it was always a posy burnout because it had a locker in the back. Yep. Well, Ryan, my buddy Ryan, had a 95, 96 Chevy pickup truck with 33s on it, torsion keys, loud exhaust. He loved doing burnouts. And we did burnouts all the time, up and down his road, in front of his mom and dad's house. Of course. And it was always one-wheel peel the whole way. I remember neighbors would come out and yell. It was awesome. Ryan was always doing burnouts. Well, he would always blame the burn Before we even got our driver's license, he would blame, well, we, it had to be right when we got our driver's license because I could drive for about three months before Ryan could. I'm a January birthday. He's a March birthday. And he would get in his truck and do burnouts up and down the road after school with no driver's license. Okay. And his dad would be like, who's doing all these burnouts? And he blamed me. What a dick. Do- Dozer comes over and does burnouts at our house. Well, it obviously wasn't me. I had a locker in the back of my jeep right so i always told ryan i was like i'm gonna tell your dad that i'm gonna tell him the truth on your wedding day and i did and he didn't really care and it was super 
super anticlimactic. Anticlimactic, but um, yeah, that's that's what I remember about high school burnouts and first vehicles. Okay, and and my Jeep too would if it wasn't wet, it would just wheel hop like crazy. Kyle, what was your first burnout? I had a '95 single cab long bed Dodge 1500. Um, bought it from an old man. Had a snow plow on it and a camper shell. Brand new um, BFG tires on it. And like the third week of after me having a license, the right rear tire, the cords were showing. <clears throat> My dad was so pissed. He's like, "What the hell?" I was like, "I don't know. There must be something wrong with the rear end." Ryan had a Ryan had a six O power stroke with a chip. I remember he saved up his money and went to Shides and bought a chip. You know, he didn't buy stuff off the internet back then. The internet <clears> didn't <throat> exist. And they had put a brand because he did burnouts all the time. They they had put a brand new set of BFG all train tires on that truck. Okay. And that night we went over to the neighborhood behind Hindelmeyer Park and Ryan ruined his two back tires that night in one burnout. I, and the burnout was the mark was there for years. It was like melted the concrete. <laughs> his dad was so pissed. <laughs> that was like six hundred dollars worth of tires. Oh yeah. I'd done enough burnouts at the like <clears throat> two inches off my tailpipe was just like a solid chunk of rubber melted rubber that's how the dart is yeah the dart just smells like burnt rubber that's that's one of my favorite things is even parked for the winter you get in it in the next spring and you can still smell burnt rubber the day after my wedding i opened my shed door like that morning and it just smelled like you would have thought somebody did a burnout in my shed shut the doors and like walked away that's it was just sam Sam will show up to a wedding and do a burnout, a, a, a gender reveal and do a burnout. He'll, he'll show up to church and do a burnout. <laughs> I've seen me do it. I, my yeah. dad did a burnout. Remember yeah, my dad church. got that Hemi 300? And did a burnout in the church. And I was like, that thing got a Hemi? And he's like, yep. I was like, will it do a burnout? And it wouldn't because the trash control. control. So I reached in through the driver's side window and hit the trash control button. He does like a rolling burnout the <laughs> whole church, church parking, parking lot. lot. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> did I send you the thing? today is the anatomy of the burnout yes you did that was pretty cool i like that except i i can't do a, a manual burnout i mean i can but i'm not good at it manual transmission yeah oh but i gotta do it barefoot the day, barefoot? Of, the day of my wedding in front of kenner's went to do the whole like two foot thing and killed the car and i can only do it with my shoe off i gotta take one shoe off okay Fair enough. Yeah, one, one runs a clutch. You the, you take your right foot and you heel the brake and you roll it into the throttle. And once you dump the clutch with the left foot, you just stand on the brake pedal pedal and let her eat. Hmm. Now like that. that was with wore out 360 with five pounds of oil pressure. Now with the 496, we just hit the gas. Fair enough. <laughs> so Sam, what what's your What's what's your feelings, your emotions when you know you leave like Geckner Brother Mopar night and you just you just know like is there a pressure there? Like now that you're the burnout guy, is there like a pressure? Or do you like enjoy doing it or is it like, well I guess I got to now? Like what's So it, it, it really depends. I'm glad you asked this question. So, so like walk us through like like Does it get walk old? us through you getting into the car all the way through doing it and then leaving. Like the technical aspect or like no, emotional? emotional. You know, what's, going, what's, your, what's your head space? So it, it depends primarily on the alcohol intake of that evening. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Not, not only am I going to jail for doing a burnout, I just might get a DUI. So I don't, if, if, I've, had a, if I've had a couple of beers, I'll drive. But if I've had a few, I'm probably not driving. And if I am, I'm definitely not doing a burnout. I, I want the attention, but not from the police. So I guess where's my head at? So showing up to a car show in the early days, it was like trying to gauge, like, are they going to be mad? And my favorite car show is Getting Your Brothers because it's a burnout car show. I mean, it's, it's well-known. People do them all the time. And that's why it's my favorite. But I guess 
depending on where I'm at, the car show may or may not tell you no burnouts allowed. So I won't do one in Mattoon because a, I'm not from there anymore and they discourage, strongly discourage it. Um, but I tend to wait for somebody to do one. And then if it's okay and no one's freaking out, then like, okay, I'll show these guys how it's done. Kind of, kind of mentality. Um, and then it shifts from like, I'm going to do this burnout to immense pressure because when you're at Gettner brothers, especially cause it's local car show, you get in the car and you fire up the, like this last one, uh, Gary had the super B out and it had no taillights. So I ran home just a few blocks away to grab some, some glass, uh, bus fuses for the, for the the super B fuse box. And as I'm leaving, everyone's like, burn out, burn out. Sam's going to do a burnout. Well, I didn't, I just left. I know. And that was, I was crushed. So yeah. Emotional devastation yes. had by all. Emotional My damage. kids are like, what's up with that? <laughs> Emotional damage. Um, so that's a lot of pressure from, you know, now having that kind of, mentality around my car people just know my car and they don't even know who i am but they see my car and like oh this guy this guy is gonna do a burnout you know so there's a lot of pressure there and then i come back and you didn't do a burnout when you left you know going on and on and on well i i just had to go run and get these fuses like i will do one later do not worry and i did um and then inevitably I equate it to uh, like when you're wheeling and you do some silly, crazy, enormous obstacle. And then you look at the video and it looks like you're just driving down the freaking boulevard. That's how burnout is. It feels like five minutes you're sitting there letting the tires roast and then you get done and someone sends you the video and it's like 11 seconds long. You're like, what kind of pussy ass burnout was that? But, uh, and then afterwards, um, it's basically fighting for air, um, (laughs) and the ability to see and making sure the car is not overheating. Gotcha. So do you ever see, I'm a big, I'm a big worry person. You know, if I do a burnout, I'm looking around, making sure there's no cops, you know, go hide behind a building for a while. Like, do you ever get worried like is is getting in trouble even on your radar or are you just like it, it definitely is it definitely is so again it, it depends on the venue so like i said matt tune not gonna do one um because they you know they come out on facebook and expressly say no burnouts cops are out blah 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 gagner brothers is the complete opposite side of that spectrum whereas like i don't know if I, I don't know if Gettner's pays off the Effingham police to stay on the west it's side like of town. One, it's, it, it's exactly one hour. Like, after the car show is over, there's one hour. Like, you get one hour. So, about it, 9 o'clock, they, they, they wrap it up. And the past few years in a row, it's been very tame. There's a couple years ago, a guy got a little rowdy, and then somebody did one who won't be named in front of a minivan <laughs> cops were there not too long after that. Um, but this last year they just drive by and it's kind of like a signal. <clears throat> All right, yeah, boys wrap it up. Yep. Um, and then if the couple more keep going, then they'll park it. John Bowes across the street and they'll just park there. And then like, okay, that, that, that ends it. But in, you know, in kind of a, in the middle of those two, um, the first thing I do is kind of observe traffic because I'm not really worried about the cop so much as I am the traffic because, and I could be completely wrong. If there's a police officer listening to this, let me know. But most of the police officers around here are like, all right, he did a burnout. He's gone. He's not screwing around. He's not doing donuts. He's not tearing anything up. He just did a burnout and left. But if There's, some some yeah. bitch in a minivan gets stuck behind a guy doing a burnout in the middle of the highway, you shall remain nameless. 
they're going to call the police. And then at that point, they have an obligation to address the complaint. So my, my main focus is bystanders. I don't want to have any cars coming either direction. I'm going to wait for traffic to clear and preferably on a side street, not on the highway. So like face value, you look like the guy who does one no matter what, but really you, you, there's gauge, a science you gauge it. when it's, when it's cool to do it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so it's, it's not, yeah, that's happening for sure. Like you seem like you're always going to do one, but you, you're just always going to do one when it's okay to do one. Right. So, and and, and a lot of it has to do with, too, like the situation. Like if I'm like on one, on one of those car cruises that we do, like it's depending on where we're at, like in a nice state park, I'm not going to do a burnout on nice, clean asphalt in a state park. I'll do it on the highway or on the side road or whatever. And I won't do it where there's any rocks where I can toss it on the car behind me. But I will do it in a quote-unquote appropriate place so there's a there's a lot that goes into it i would say so do you have a preferred tire you put on your car or do you just find whatever yes yes black and round black and round yep um so when i first built the dart we put drag radials on it which were fantastic for drag racing um and then my car got kicked out of both coles county dragway and gateway because a lot of reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, and turns out a $300 drag radial is kind of shitty to do a burnout in number one. And number two, I would rather burn up a $125 tire than a $350 tire. Right. So I don't, I don't have any preferred tire. Um, right now I'm running the Indy 500 hand cooks. They seem to be the cheapest and they smoke pretty good. Blessed. They, uh, like the Cooper Cobras, like we were talking about, they uh, they make a lot of noise, and you got to get them real hot to get any kind of smoke out of them. But it seems like the cheaper compound, um, it tends to smoke a lot quicker. That being said, um, I've had the discussion several times with some customers about the actual longevity of the tires because... When I won this burnout trophy here, I had a brand new set of the Indy 500s on for T-Town car cruise. Brand new. Like, just peeled the stickers off, mounted them that morning, and did one burnout. It was a minute and ten seconds long. And when I was done, it was completely bald. I mean, the cords weren't showing yet, but they were completely done. Couldn't, I mean, maybe was okay to drive home, basically. Um... So when I had Cooper Cobras on, yeah, you had to get them a little hotter to get them to smoke, but at, you know, seat of the pants dyno, I guess it seemed like they lasted a lot longer. So, I mean, I guess at some point I would like to do like a scientific study on, you know, time in a burnout versus cost, you know, like what does it cost yeah. dollar per, per second or whatever? And maybe a harder compound, more expensive tire might be better. Might be a better value. Better, you know, yeah, dollar value. So I'm not really sure, but this past year with COVID and everything, tire prices have really shot up. So So, uh, I'm trying to ask this next question without uh, going into um, uh, talking about people that don't want to be discussed. But what would you say in your past and current relationships, what the attitude is on burnouts. Is it like, no, no, don't do it. Don't. Or is it like, yeah, get it. I guess it depends on the situation. Um, That's, that's a good question because um, at Kyle's wedding, it was 100% like, is that all you got? Like, come on. Like, this is Kyle's wedding. Like, let's get it, you know? Um, And then, uh, I, I guess my current girlfriend is kind of a bad example for most people because she's a car girl. I mean, right. she she's into it. She's big time into it. She does burnouts herself. She did one a couple times in my car. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, so she, I, I, it was the last car cruise we went on, 
we were getting ready to leave or something and I I just took off and she's like looked at me like I had two heads and I was like what she's like I thought you were gonna do a burnout and I said well I, I'm not like and that goes back to the pressure thing yeah so I'm even getting it from her but um <laughs> I man I don't I'm trying to think back on previous relationships I don't I don't think there was ever any negative response from anybody. And the, the, the only like negative response was when we told Lisa why we put a transmission <laughs> blanket on the transmission. She was I, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, <laughs> wait a minute, what? <laughs> um, but no, I mean, who doesn't love a good burnout? At this point, after all these burnouts, on a scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about your 727 exiting sa- stage left? Um, honestly, one, one being not worried. One being not worried, 10 being it, I'm due. Three. Three. Nice. Um, so, What was your highest on that scale? Oh, when I got back from Indy Swap Me and Nick Allison told me I was on borrowed time. Uh, so they have a exploded 727 on display at their booth every year. And there's pictures all... I mean, if you just Google exploded 727, 727 yeah. it happens. So Yeah, Dodge guys. <laughs> the, uh, so there's a the, the main drum in first gear, which he explained to me all the math, at she's like what's your chip set at you know what's your rear gear what's your tire size and he's like this chip. this this it's got a chip what? it's got a six thousand rpm rev chip in it okay so it's you know he did all the math and he's like this drum is spinning at twenty two thousand rpm and it's basically cast and it just lets go so after that i was you know very cautious of my burnouts but now I really only use low gear to get the tire spinning, and then I just immediately shift into second gear and stomp it. So, I, at this point, I've got all the stuff to build you got that it down to a science. Yeah, I've got I've got everything to build the transmission. I'll have Dean go through it and get it tip top for me with all the right parts. And yeah, I'm I'm mildly concerned, but not enough to not do a burnout. So. Really, the only problem is if you stay in this, if you stay in first gear. Yeah, if if I, I I'm sure if you just laid on the chip in first gear, shit's gonna come it, apart. It would come apart. But I mean, that's not a first gear burnout is not impressive with a 373 or in gear. So I don't know. It doesn't really get any smoke going either. Will, it, will your car pull high gear or no? Uh, it depends on the day. It depends on um. A lot of factors how hot the motor is um the the heat of the tire the heat of the pavement the composition of the pavement and it's mood that day um and it's it's funny because uh the uh there's there's days when i when i get in and do a burnout and i'm like damn that sucked like that really sucked and then there's days where i'm like that was awesome. You know what I mean? Like you you put it in third gear and it just carries third gear and you're just killing it. And then there's days when I'm feathering between second and third, going back and forth with the shifters that I got. And then there's days when you put it in third gear and it just falls on its face. Which I won't lie. There's almost nothing lamer than having to downshifter in a burnout. And I've heard it a few times with Sam, but you can always hear it because it's like he shifts and then it like bogs and he gets pissed and instantly slams it to second and it's like to the chip it goes and then he pull he'll pull back to third like not today bitch if 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 you get it zinging real good and you you're on the chip for a couple seconds in second gear i don't know how many miles per hour that is probably like 70ish 60 70ish um and get a good glaze on those tires and then shift back into third It'll carry it, and then at that point, that's when I carry into a rolling burn. I'll let all the brake and just carry it because I know it's going to bog back down again because those tires get hot and they just get sticky. Anything else? (laughs) I had a thought in my mind, but that's about it, I guess. We're running out of bullet points. Oh, 
What would you say is your tire consumption on sets over a given amount of time? So I didn't know to ask you per month, per season, per year. So, so, so if you had to guess, what is your tire consumption over your decided amount of time? So consistently one set a year. Um, the exception of that rule is when I did the T-Town KC hull, I did a whole set of tires in one day or one burnout. And then Kyle's wedding, I did a whole set of tires in one day. Um, that was the deal. I told Kyle for his wedding present. I got, I got a receipt with a card. Like <clears throat> Sam's card said, love you, Sam and Amanda. And it was his Walmart receipt for those tires. Walmart, that I was love it. it. It was Amazon. It was Amazon. <laughs> Um, the, the front runners come from Walmart and fun fact, uh, one, one date code on my front tires is two years newer than the other date code on the other front tire. Did you push one a while or what? So, so we, we thought we were doing this like half mile long burnout. <laughs> Sam lets out the, the line lock and I like look back in the mirror and I was like, there is no smoke coming from back there and then all of a sudden it's like it's like what the jerks the steering wheel out of my freaking hand so we haul ass to my mom's house and the front left tires going down because it was the only one locked it was through the cords it wasn't to the cords it was through Through the the cords cords and flat by the time we got the quarter mile to his mom's house um so i had to buy a brand new tire for that kyle what would you say is your favorite burnout memory from sam probably my wedding Right in front of Kenner's, he did multiple burnouts that day, but the, like in my wedding video, he did a burnout, like started in front of Kenner's. Which was, your photographer was like, a, yeah. outstanding for yeah. that. Wasn't he? He's the cop, right? He's the cop's son. The cop's son. The cop's son was video. video he was a videographer for the wedding. <laughs> for and he's the- a car guy too, so like he was all about it. He told me, he's like, man, I'd almost do this for free because this was so badass. <laughs> it was so much fun. And the best burnout I did that day was in Kenner's drive-thru. Yeah. So he did he did a burnout like east to west, like headed west to the four-way stop from Kenner's. And like you could not see to the church and you could not see to Wessels. Like it was a white smoke. And I have that one framed. Yeah. You know what we didn't talk about? The burnout machine was the V10 Viper truck. Well, and that's where I was that's where I was going to go. My my favorite memory of you is when you did the burnout with the Viper truck at the at the Mopar Nights at Gagner Brothers. At Gagner's? Yeah, I mean, you were I remember seeing videos on Facebook and like people who didn't even know you had videos on Facebook and it was like, "Check out this guy." And like the smoke was rolling and I was like, "That's my friend." So I have a picture Somebody took a picture from the front door at Gegner Brothers, and there was smoke from Gegner Brothers to the stoplight. And that was the night I won People's Choice Award for the car show. And the very next day, I hauled uh, hay bales or straw bales or something, and I've got a picture on my Instagram, like, show show winner one night and work truck the next night. So, yeah, I mean, that freaking thing. Like I said, pickup truck with a lot of power, it would do a burnout right now so anyway any more questions for me so i got one one more interview question here okay do you ever see yourself stopping because you, there's some old men not to be named that you're like hey do a burnout not gonna happen so i don't think so um i i hope not so one thing i was going to mention earlier i'm glad it kind of came full circle the guy who won't be mentioned uh lives kind of on the outside of town, still lives in town, but he is goals for me because he's kind of well-known for being the car guy and having cool cars. And a couple of years ago, he I was out at his house and there was a great big one-wheel peel like quarter mile long out in front of his house. And I was like, Dean, where the hell did this come from? And he goes, well, there's some kid... Down the road, it's got a like 74 Nova. It's like Hunter Green. And I don't know who the hell he is, but every time he drives by, he stops and does a burnout. And I was like, you know, when I'm 60 years old, I want to have a house, you know, that people just know, like, 
that that old car guy lives there, and they just come by and do a burnout in front of my house. So, no, I I don't think I'm ever gonna stop. I I I don't see any reason to. I mean, as long as they're gonna keep making tires and gasoline to put in my car, I'm gonna be doing burnouts. I mean, that's just a given. So. Well, we, we really appreciate it because it's it's nice because we can live vicariously through you and uh, guys that don't have a car to do a burnout or too chicken to do one. We just we know Sam's going to do one. So for, as, as Tosh.0 says, and for that, we thank you. So it's, it's funny because my girlfriend's niece loves burnouts too. And for... For the longest time, she would watch like burnout videos on you know my Facebook or whatever, and she'd be like, "Sam burnout, Sam burnout, Sam does burnouts." Like anytime like her dad would watch like a burnout video, she'd be like, "Well, Sam does burnouts," and like you're damn right, Sam does burnout. Right. <laughs> Don't you ever forget it. That's amazing. Yeah. So, what do you foresee some burnouts in your future? Well, that's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. I've, I've been personally called out by my five-year-old for not doing burnouts at car events and wants to know why we can't do them. Usually when there's a car event, we drive the Jeep and, you know, 3.8 liter Jeep on 37s really doesn't do burnouts. Not so much. And uh, I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I picked him up from the babysitter one day and totally unprovoked. He's like, so when are we going to get the burnout car going? Yeah. And I don't know what made him think of that, but it's it's it needs to happen. So I I look forward to doing it. I I did some with my Mustangs and stuff like that and I think uh I think I think it's just at this point I don't is it I wouldn't call it a joke, but it, it like it's a it's a persona because I, I did one in the in the XJ in front of Jason's house, just oh yeah, for no reason. You did one in the yard in of the Jetco van. The <laughs> Welcome to Altamont. That's right. So I mean, I don't know. I, it's just I don't know. I, I get a hell of a lot of enjoyment out of it, but I, I mean, I, I, yeah. To wrap it up, I don't, I don't think I'll ever stop doing burnouts. Um, I mean, there's times that. It's more of a struggle than others, like in, in specific vehicles or whatever. But like the Dart, I built initially to beat a 65 Mustang with a 351 Cleveland. Did that. Um, Debatable. Got kicked out of the track or whatever for multiple different reasons. And then it, after that, it was the quote-unquote ice cream getter um, slash burnout car. And for however many years now, seven years or whatever it's not been a priority to do anything about any of the little issues because it does one thing really well and that's a burnout. Yeah. And that cruising it and burning out's way more fun than getting it legal for the strip and going up and, you know, paying to run and teching in and seatbelts need to be within spec and blah, blah, blah. It's, it's just a way of life basically. So do you remember racing my Mustang in your car and your dart down Monroe's blacktop? I don't think so. You don't remember? I, re- I remember Gateway remember we, vividly. We left Dean's house and went south on Montrose Blacktop. Okay. And we raced, and you won once, and I won once, and I think that was all we did. But at Coles County and Gateway, I won both times. Well, I mean, at Gateway, my motor blew up, so. But at least we, my transmission was good. We had, yeah, we had another run before that, didn't we? Before you, anyway, it doesn't really matter. It's water under the bridge, but that's the actual thumbnail for the podcast: is our motors being built in your garage? A picture I will cherish forever. And I, I really appreciate that we had the 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 foresight that that would be a cool picture. Yeah, because we knew at the time we were living the best years of our life. Yep, I mean, it's been refined, and uh, I, I think we're more financially. I wouldn't say responsible, but more financially solvent enough to to do silly shit. But I think just the the lack of you know responsibilities enabled the ability to build the burnout cars or whatever. I mean, had we, you we worked on your car every night? Had had you had your Falcon back in those days? I mean, it had been it had been done it had been a long time ago because, like you said, 
every day after work, I came to your house and every single day we worked on that car for what? Two months. Yeah. Oh yeah. At least that. I mean, I'd come home, eat dinner with my wife and Sam would come over and we'd work on cars every night. Best years on a car lift. Oh yeah. And I don't even have a car lift anymore. Jeez. Where did you go wrong in life? I know. Well, uh, guys, I guess that's going to be it for this episode. Unless you have anything else you want to talk about? I'm out of, I'm out of stuff. So uh, why don't you get a hold of us? Tell us your best burnout story. Do you hate people who do burnouts all the time? Do you think they ruin the car scene for people? Are they the, are they the 1% that ruin it for everybody else? Or? Let us know. Let yeah. us know in do the comments. Do you have a story about Sam doing a burnout? Or a, or a video you'd or like to share of me doing yes. a burnout? Or, or a, just a personal story? Let us know. One thing I do enjoy is after, like, Gechner Brothers for six months, you drive by Gechner Brothers, and the whole pavement is just covered in black oh, yeah. marks. And for a long time. So, um, Cody did one in front of my house. There was, like, a, a meme going around, like, when you stop and look at your 150-foot-long mm-hmm. burnout in front of your house. Cody did, like, a 300-foot-long burnout in the Hellcat in front of my house. I was watching TV in my living room and heard that freaker freaking zoom by on the freaking road in front of my house like what the was that and go outside and look there's just smoke rolling down the highway or down the road and he texts me he's like how was that and i went out and i sent him a picture from both directions like three or four hundred foot long burnout and then the city came and oiled the, all the asphalt roads. And he was like, it. I remember, like, super upset. He's like, why didn't you video that? Like, I didn't even know you were doing it. You text me 10 minutes after you did it, asking me how it was. Uh, I didn't know you were going to come by and do a burnout. I'm sorry I didn't video yeah, it. Yeah, you should have known better. Ne- next, time, next time, send me a message beforehand. So anyway, send us a message. Tell us about your burnout, your burnout experience, about me doing a burnout, your friend doing a burnout. You doing a burnout. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, get a your hold mom, of sister, cousin's dog doing a burnout. Okay. Tell us about your burnouts. <laughs> um, send us videos. To DM us. Send us videos. We love burnouts just as much as the next guy, obviously. Yeah, so burnout lives matter. They do. Black lines matter. Oh, okay. Turns out. So, uh, yeah, they wouldn't. I took my picture in the, the newspaper came and took my picture with my trophy mm-hmm. and for christmas one year i got a white t-shirt that had two tread marks on it, it says black lines matter and uh they posted every but every other winner's picture in the except for yours in the newspaper except for mine because That's of the racist. t-shirt i was wearing do you know that for sure i 100 percent know that because i emailed them and asked them they said your shirt was inappropriate oh my gosh so Cancel so, culture, Maple. Yeah, if you're if you're listening, FNM Daily News, screw you guys. Yeah, thanks for nothing. Yeah. Um, anyway, Sam is ethnic, so yeah, that's like reverse racism. Something I don't know. Anyway, get a hold of us. Ask ASK Short Story Long at Gmail dot com. Also on Facebook. Please remember to subscribe, like, and share this podcast with somebody who may enjoy it. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll see you next time. See you guys later. <laughs>